You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. This is the Mandatory Samson Podcast, episode 18, coming to you on SoundCloud and Daily Motion. Whoa, from Stand Up New York Labs, this is very exciting. My name is Chris Flannery. You're seeing my beautiful face yeah. in HD. You're also seeing the beautiful face of Joseph Anthony Noe III. Hi, guys. And B-Rabbit, all the way from Detroit, Andrew Gentilosi. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> yeah, uh, all right, dude, I bought a new sweatshirt. <laughs> I like it. It's the combination hat <laughs> it sweatshirt. It is. It's the hat sweatshirt in, like... Not the skinniest of my skinny jeans, I guess. Listen, you don't be nervous. This isn't your one shot. You have all the time in the world. Jokes and jokes and spaghetti. <laughs> there will be more. Uh, uh, don't you worry about it. Awesome. Guys, welcome along. Uh, welcome along. That's a weird way to start this. Uh, welcome to the program. I think we have a really good one. Uh, right off the top, if you're listening on SoundCloud, thank you. We love you. Subscribe. Okay, if you haven't done that, please subscribe. If you're listening on iTunes or whatever you're listening on, pause it right now and then go subscribe on SoundCloud and then come back and finish the episode because we really appreciate that. The numbers are going up on there, so yes, I, I really like guys. it. Yeah, SoundCloud. Do yeah, it that's where we get good comments from people. I tend to answer those a lot. You, you answered this week. Uh, yep. It's great. You can send email at mandatorysampson.gmail.com if you want to get in touch with us. And you can also tweet us. I'm at Mansamp, at Joey from Jersey, Jersey to Z, at A underscore Lozy. And uh, I'm also on Snapchat, at Mansamp. So. Yeah, the people have uh, really been in touch with their Twitters, too, which I like. Yeah, thank it's you. Oh, it's great. SoundCloud. Yeah. I like getting stuff on Twitter. And I, yeah, obviously, we love uh, SoundCloud's the easiest way for us to answer all your comments. And it's nice because SoundCloud gives you that time marker of when they commented. We know what they're talking uh, about. Yeah, I love and it. I go right through, I listen, I go, oh, this is what they were talking about. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, Stina Remo, welcome back. Yeah, yeah welcome back. Welcome Getting tweets from you, we appreciate the shit out of that. She was watching the Scruffy episode. For those of you, this is your first episode. Go back and listen. I think it was like episode uh, thirteen or something. Yeah, Snuffy. something like that. Snuffy. So go check that out. That was yeah. a really fun episode. Uh, all right. So a little bit of uh, what we're gonna do. This we, we got. We each have a couple of. Uh, oh, Andy's telling uh, producer Joe and producer Evan to show. Well, all this, show. <laughs> just there, like yeah. all this ch- idle chatter in the background. <laughs> it's distracting <laughs> as fuck. Also, their huge dicks are just out. I yeah, don't know why. A so, uh, <laughs> little bit uh, off the top of what, what's gonna happen here. Uh, I have a couple of topics. Andy has some topics. Joey has some topics. We're gonna end the episode for the last time. Oh no! With a Fifty Shades of Grey excerpt because the movie's coming out on uh, Friday, I guess Valentine's Day or Saturday. So that's it, Joey. Uh, ha- got any feelings about that? Or it's gonna bring a tear to my eyes. Yeah. It's such a sad. Uh, I was talking to my friend Kim, uh, yes. and so I, she was. I was telling her about the Fifty Shades mm-hmm. of Grey and whatever, and, and I was like, you know, it sucks because we're gonna have to stop doing it soon, um, you know, because the movie's coming out, so we can't just keep doing it. She suggested, Andy, you tell me what you think about this. Uh-huh. That Joey reads excerpts from classic novels potentially at some point. Okay, I okay. could be, I could be into that. Like yeah. Joey could read a, a little paragraph from *Of Mice and Men* or something. You know? Sure, <laughs> sure. That might be Lenny fun. and George. Why not? Right, exactly. Maybe yeah. more Shakespeare. Shakespeare, even. I, I mean, that'll be a twenty-hour segment because <laughs> yeah. you won't be able to get through that. No, I could be into that. Doth love the okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, so that that could be kind of fun. So that was a pretty good, pretty good advice. Yeah, like that. wait, uh, who said that? My friend Kim. Oh, okay, awesome. Uh, yeah, I love. I'll swim. That's what I call her. Mm. Swim. Awesome. Um. 
So also, here's something else I wanted to bring up right off the bat. Mm-hmm. We're, and we're going to get into topics in a little bit. We have some really good ones. Uh, we actually have a thing with uh, ISIS and Anonymous, nice. the hacker group. That's a thing we're going to get into. That's going to be good. Um, and a thing about microaggressions, which I don't even know how I feel about it. We got to have a conversation about it. It's ridiculous. Joey, uh-huh. you called me yesterday, like 8 o'clock, and you go, hey, is it supposed to snow tomorrow? <laughs> And I was like, why can't you just look it up on your phone? What is your weird... First of all, why don't you have a, a weather app on your phone? Second of all, um, what what is your like old lady obsession with snow? Right. I don't understand. On my phone, I used to have weather bug, but then it started glitching and it wasn't any good. It got a bug. The weather got, bug got yeah. a bug. Yeah. <laughs> the weather bug got that's a bug. Been out of, yeah, that's been out of time for a while. That's so I'm, I'm what, probably hold, behind hold, hold, on Hold on, on a minute. What? Weather bug is like spyware. Yeah, well, yeah, that's exactly. Oh, right. did yeah. not know that. Okay, well, go, yeah. go ahead. Oh, okay. So, Thanks, all right, Joe. so you had weather bug. Yeah, it didn't work out, and then I. Never... I told you get the weather underground app. Yes, that's what I, I, it's very good. I will it's look into that. It's good. What What is the deal with the snow? You're like, well, if it's gonna snow, I'm not gonna be able to commit. Like, what is the matter? Because I take the bus in, and I just don't want the bus to have any reason to be light. If you know what I mean. I mean, I know what you. You I, said it like there was some innuendo <laughs> behind that. Right, I understand. You don't want the bus to be late because it snows. Yeah, like, I, I understand that. But what, what do you think we're going to get? Secret a... sexual message. <laughs> right. Like, what is it going to be? The snola cost? It's going to be fine. You're, you'll be able to come in. Where so far every Monday it snowed a lot, and I'm pretty sure that if you know it snowed that much on a Thursday, it's going to make my travel in a little bit more difficult. All right, I don't. That's it. I that's unfounded. You're an old lady. I don't understand. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't get it. I also got a call yesterday. This one's ridiculous. My dad calls me. Hey, hey, Pat, how you doing? I hope you're listening. Uh, he called me yesterday, and he's like, "Do you hear what Obama's doing with uh, the internet? He's trying to regulate the internet, 300 Uh-oh. pages, all that stuff." And I was like, "What net neutrality? That's that's good. Yeah. I'm for that." He's like, "Whoa, blah blah blah." He go, he so he goes <laughs> off on this whole thing where it's like he's trying to regulate the internet. My bill's gonna go up, all this crap, and I'm like, I don't believe that. I don't think that's true. The internet needs to be regulated. I'm for net neutrality. He goes, "You know what? I gotta go. I'm, I'm driving. I can't talk." I'm like, "You called me," and he just hangs <laughs> up on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's what I got from my dad yesterday. Uh, we'll, we'll get into net neutrality. I think we talked about it a couple episodes ago. Yeah, but yeah, if yeah, something yeah. else goes on, we'll talk about it. But dad, relax, buddy. It's going to be okay. All right? It's like the Ground Zero mosque, man. Yeah. Like it's, Kurt Metzger's joke. They're going to build a mosque on top of Ground Zero, even though it was like yes, five blocks yeah, away. Yeah, easily far away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The other the point, real quick, I wanted to make about that, about the net neutrality thing. It's like he's upset that the government would have kind of a say over what the internet is doing. Uh, you at least theoretically have a say in what government does you elect people you you, vote. you you can move policy based on who you elect for you have no say in what verizon does so if verizon decides to throttle speeds or raise prices well, what are you going to do about it your only option is to not go with verizon but that's yeah but you if know. you have yeah. verizon you're an asshole anyway so. what do you mean i have verizon verizon's great do you what yeah do you have i have verizon as well yeah oh i have files internet and shit it's awesome jesus i have dsl what what do you have what well, i have uh, at&t bro oh that's oh. It's the like, best cell phone service there is. I find that Verizon's very solid. Yeah, I don't know about that. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So anyway, so there we go. Singular so that, mon- er, That's the shit AT&T off the top. Sponsor. Oh, also, do you have a song for the end of the episode? Yeah, I do. It's kind of between a couple right now. Uh, did you have one by chance? No, I don't have one. Okay. <laughs> no, it's completely <laughs> up to you. That's all right. You think about it throughout the episode. All right, I'll think about I had Okay. So here's what happened. 
Uh, I thought of a song today. I drove in today. Okay. Right, again, which could be a snow issue, but I wasn't worried <laughs> but he about didn't, it. But he wasn't worried at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I have a weather app, so. <laughs> um, so I drove in today, and I remembered this song. Do you remember the rapper Chameleonaire? I sure do. Uh, yeah, yeah, from Houston? Yeah. Okay, that shit was big when we were, like, in high school. Yeah, the mixtape king. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay, so The Sound of Revenge was one of his best mixtapes, okay. and there's a song on on Sound of Revenge, like title track, like called Sound of Revenge. And I, I was like, oh, that song was really cool. It had a dope beat. I'll re-listen to it today. Listen to it on the way in. Lyrics, not so good. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, oh, I was in high school and now like J. Cole's around. So like, <laughs> right. that's, like you know. that's that. Like, now you know what lyricism is. Yeah, yeah exactly. So uh, I was going to go with that song, but I I don't know. People would make, we could all, we could play it and just kind of all be like, yeah, throwback to high school. We could do that. Or you could find a J. Cole song you like. Or, you yeah, well, Ooh, I do J. have a J. Cole song yeah. I like. So uh, a lot uh, of them. That whole right. album's amazing. So you'll either decide by the end of the episode or we'll just be surprised. But uh, we will be ending with a some kind of rap song from Andy's uh, personal collection. All right. So this is something I wanted to get into. It's really interesting. This this was actually brought to my attention by producer Joe Harari, who is okay. just in here uh, talking and distracting us. He's now yeah, out he of the talking room. a lot. It's it's fine. He's just like this all day. Mm. Uh, he sent me this article. Uh-huh. Uh, the hacker group Anonymous has now decided to go after the terrorist group ISIS. And they've started taking down their websites and taking okay. down um, their Twitter accounts and Facebook accounts where they recruit people and all the shit. Uh, which I think is great. We can talk about that. I brought uh, the video that Anonymous put out explaining what they're doing. It's called Op Isis. So we're going nice. to watch this video, and you guys will hear it, and uh, then we'll get into a discussion about this. Uh, whether this is good or not, whether this is weird, I don't know. So anyway, here's the uh, Anonymous video about Op Isis. It's so cool. <laughs> it's like a movie. Yeah, All it's right. like a Michael Bay film. Here we go. Greetings, citizens of the world. We are anonymous. Operation ISIS continues. First, we need to clarify a few things. We are Muslims, Christians, Jews. We are hackers, crackers, activists, fishers, agents, spies, or just the guy from next door. We are students, administrators, workers, clerks, unemployed, rich, poor, we are young, or old, gay or straight, we wear smart clothes or rugs, we are hedonists, ascetics, joyriders or activists, we come from all races, countries, religions, and ethnicity, united as one, divided by zero, we are anonymous, remember, the terrorists that are calling themselves Islamic State, ISIS, are not Muslims, ISIS, we will hunt you, take down your sites, accounts, emails, and expose you. From now on, no safe place for you online. You will be treated like a virus, and we are the cure. We <laughs> own the internet. Now, some of ISIS Twitter accounts that were taken offline by Anonymous, Red Cult Team. You will find the link in the video description. Also, you will find some Facebook accounts suspected to have been keeping contact with the terrorists, ISIS, in Syria and Iraq. Won't hurt to keep an eye on them. ISIS, we are anonymous. We are legion. We do not forgive. We do not forget. Expect us. 
<laughs> so what do you guys think yeah, about that? That's awesome. Badass. It, it's so badass, and I think it's really cool that you know we're at the point where there is this group that is sort of um, they are vigilantes essentially, right? Yeah. There. How many people is it supposed to be? There's, there's, gotta be no, there's no idea. Yeah, there's yeah. no way to know. I mean, I would assume it's at least yeah hundreds, right? I would it's hope. Gotta be. I wonder how you get in on it. Well, I think you just have to be. I would assume that you if have you're to just, like hack your way into their shit, maybe. I mean, yeah. I guess yeah. I guess you're probably known like in like the, yeah. the hacker community or whatever. You yeah. be part of it, but I like kind of the uh, the justice aspect of what Anonymous is is doing. They don't do anything bad. They go after. They went after the Steubenville rape case. That whole thing yeah. where they yeah. exposed all that shit. That was very cool. It's extremely cool. It's yeah. social justice, and it's done in a, you know uh, 2015. That's probably the way you're gonna go after it. And good. I love the fact that uh, like an advanced hacker group claims that they're the cure and they own the internet <laughs> and they're going to fuck up like the backwards stone age uh terrorists. Like that's really exciting to me. Yeah, it's just funny to me that like the like that like Facebook is a use of like ter- like terrorist cells use Facebook. Yeah, of like course. that's well, right. amazing. Yeah, it's very strange, Joey. I'm just hoping that they have figured out a way to like freeze the accounts too. They just so took that, them. They took them over. They have the accounts now. No, I, I, I mean more like the financial accounts, like the money that could be. Oh well, that or I'm moving. sure they're going to continue to do stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, do, they, do you think they have reach like that? Yeah, like I do. to get to get bank accounts and stuff like that. Yeah, well, during Occupy Wall Street, uh, Anonymous took over Visa, Mastercard, or Visa. They took over their website and they yeah. just were like, they shut it down. That's true for an entire day. But like, don't you think ISIS probably operates with a lot of cash? Like they would oh, have like, to physical cash yeah yeah possibly but i mean they have to be saving it somewhere true you know what i mean very true uh because especially like we were talking about with the um the hostage videos or whatever when they have hostages they try to get money from certain governments that's not going to be handed to them in like a bag of cash yeah that would have to be transferred to somewhere you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so um the the thing that i that how do you guys feel about this we don't have any control over anonymous we're just kind of trusting that they're going to do the right thing essentially, but they obviously have an ex- uh, a big amount of power that they can kind of take down whatever they want. How do you feel about this sort of like? I'll be honest legal- with you, I'm actually kind of afraid that it's like a 16 year old kid in his mother's basement who's putting these videos together. It's not. I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's probably to an extent it is. I bet it is probably like younger kids. Uh, you it, think anonymous is younger kids? To an, uh, I bet a certain percentage is like 16 year old, like really okay, smart a certain kids, percentage, you know? sure, but it definitely wasn't. You know, there still has to be people there that were like the founders of it. They've been around for a while. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, like they have at least 10 years of being relevant. Right. So, I mean, there has to I, I'm sure there are young kids in it now, but I imagine it had to have been started by people who were like our age, maybe like in college or just out of college. And right. like, you know, like that's yeah. kind of how I picture it, like Zuckerberg and Facebook because he's a monster yeah, absolutely. Himself. Well, and he can hack, and he has hackathons and stuff like yeah, that. that sure. Facebook sponsors a real and shit asshole. Like that. that guy. Uh, <laughs> I, well, whatever. That's a conversation for another day, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's interesting because they say we are everyone. I mean, yeah. that's the point of that that thing. Like, we can be rich, old, young, whatever, from any background. Like, that's black, white, yellow. Fascinating, and I think that is a anonymous is a microcosm of what the internet is, where it's like everybody's free to get involved. Everybody's free to join the conversation and it's egalitarian. There's no boundary. If you want to be part of society, whatever that is on the internet, you can be, and nobody's discriminating against, you know, which, which is really interesting. So anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because I think it's 
fucking cool as hell <laughs> and it's sort of like it's like a, a movie at this point like we're living in a weird movie yeah, yeah i mean how do you think how jealous do you think isis was when they sent him that video they're like <laughs> fuck they upped our production value oh absolutely yeah it's so it's so weird yeah. right well yeah like that's a war an, of movies at this point right well that's what's interesting about it because we talked about it last week isis yeah. does have these high production videos and all this crap crazy um, high production yeah yeah um yeah it's just very very strange but anyway that was something i just wanted to bring up um Okay, so I also found this video. Oh, you know what? I, I'm sorry. I, we talked about what we were going to do before we started the episode. I completely forgot about it. You have a big boner for this uh, Brian Williams story, right? Didn't you want to get into that? I, I did want to get into the Brian Williams story, and I think everyone's blowing it way out of proportion. Really? That's way, an interesting Way out of proportion. Why don't you explain what happened, and then you tell me why you think it's blown okay. out of proportion. From what I understand from all the articles I've read online was that about 10 years ago, 2003, Brian Williams had claimed that he wasn't in a helicopter that took friendly fire. All right? That took fire. Right? That took fire. Yeah. So wait, 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 wait. So we have to dispel that real quick. Was it he said it took friendly or it I don't just think it was. Fire? It was an RPG. So I don't anyway, think it was he, he took fire. enemy fire, I guess. Yeah. Though. OK, so that wouldn't be friendly fire. Right. It okay. was the enemy fire. OK, that's right, but so, that's a big thing. Yeah, that no, absolutely right. Joey just likes to use phrases oh, like okay. they, it sounds right, good, it. but he doesn't really know what he's talking about. Good. OK. So he was under attack, or he claimed to have been under attack in 2003. Uh -huh. And now 10 years later, it came out that that wasn't true. So you have Right, this it turns out that he was not in a helicopter that took RPG fire. Yes. He was in a helicopter about an hour later, did not get hit. And then he, he for years, was talking about he was in this helicopter mm. and it was harrowing. And then now he says, like, oh, I misremembered it and all this crap. There's also some shit that came out that he says he was in Katrina, like at Hurricane And Katrina, saw a dead body. Which he was like, up there with Chris Kyle picking people off. <laughs> exactly. Yes, yes, exactly. Exa exactly right. Yes, him and Chris Kyle traveled there. Maybe some real fucked up shit happened down there <laughs> that, that was true and it just got blocked out. It's, uh, it's very strange. But he was saying that uh, he got dysentery. And that he saw a dead body float by him in the float by floor. his hotel window. Yeah, yes. yeah. Like Which, the water was so high, he saw a body. But they came to find out that the water was high about a block down. But yeah, it there wasn't was no water. His, there was yeah, no water where he was. Yeah. And they said they never recovered a body just like floating around. Yeah. And he, they also said there was no cases of dysentery taking place. So. Okay, so Brian yeah. Williams has been making shit up. That's what where he made his bones, where he got the chair, basically, the anchor chair. Yeah, sure. And it's all false. Got, what were you going to ask? I was just going to say, like, what a weird what a weird thing to, like, be... You know, like, you get all these... We have a lot uh, in America nowadays where, like, high up people in the media, in the news, in sports, whatever, they always, they're getting nagged on, like, prostitution charges and stuff yeah. like mm -hmm. that. You have this guy who's basically... And I know... He's, you could say throwing his career away, but he kind of got where his oh. spot is through this. But it's just kind of a weird, a weird thing to get caught on. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Well, like it's, it's a weird thing to to lie about. It, it's extremely just like weird. just like the Chris Kyle case, where it's like you you're already there, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, why yeah. Are you yeah that, up that, this that was yeah, there was stuff, no like, right. Well, and it's different. It's a good point, but it's a little different from the Chris Kyle oh, thing because he, Chris Kyle's already made his name. At this sure. point, Brian Williams is making his name by making up these claims and, sure. and yeah. kind of building his legend. I think the interesting like thing about it is that we just assume that news people are telling the truth, which is so insane because news is media uh, news is entertainment. Now it's like, there's no reasonable reason. So to if that's the case, then he did, he, he didn't do anything wrong. Well, no, well, uh, I just was going to say, it's funny that we assume 
each individual newscaster is telling us the truth at that time, but we have suspicions about each news station. Yes. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, it's very yes. funny the way that works out. It's a great point. Exactly. Right. We we don't think of Brian Williams as a lie. We don't go, oh, Brian Williams is untrustworthy. No, we're but like, we go, but NBC the media is kind of like yeah, fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But like, who the fuck does he work for? He's yeah. the news <laughs> division. So that's what he's doing. What, what, it, what you had thoughts I, about I, that? I, I just think. But uh, why do you think people are blowing it out of proportion? Well, because, first of all, he has a non-paid six-month suspension. Right, that's what's happening. And God knows what's going to happen to him in the future. He's never coming back, I don't think. How could you look at that guy? Yeah, but he can't. He'll write a book about, like, how he was a liar. He should just take over The Daily Show. Yeah. He's funny. Um... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Peter Pan. Saying Allison Williams, I don't know. Uh, Who's Allison Williams? This is his daughter. She's on Girls. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, she got her ass eaten a couple weeks ago. Beautiful. Really? Oh. Yeah. They eat ass on Girls? They sure do. Yeah. Oh. Um, and in any event, so you, so but you think the reaction is overblown? Hey, I overblown. eat ass, by the way. Because we, like I think we all do, buddy. Uh, what do you? You 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 have people, politicians that flat out lied. Nothing happens to them, and then you have this newscaster who. Who you know was telling a story went maybe a little bit too far, <laughs> yeah. and now he his livelihood has been stripped from him. Well, it hasn't been stripped from him. I'm sure he's getting paid. He's suspended, so he's getting paid. I doubt he's they're taking his salary away. Also, he makes like ten million dollars a year, so it's like he's fine. He's, he's got, fine. He's got upwards of a hundred million dollars already. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we were just talking about girls. Yeah. Uh, the show. Yes. Yeah. Eating ass. So I typed in girls eating ass. Oh, you got a lot of different <laughs> <Google>. stuff. <laughs> That's not what happened. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, the but like to Andy's point, right, you you don't assume that the individual newscasters are lying. Right. You assume that the, the stations are biased. But now you have clear, I mean, fucking come on. You have clear cut proof this guy is lying. lying about pretty important stuff and then you have to call into question every other report he's ever given what did he make up about that what else did he make up about his backstory like that's true but i think there is kind of because every time somebody's busted for something there's always that well we have to go back and check everything yeah that could be true in some cases but i also believe in cases like this like it might just be like these two like big lies that this dude made up where he was like this could kind of be like my might break yeah might jump, it could be you know, or like, it could I, be but, but it know. could be yeah right or it could, could be like be falsifying every, like all yeah. of his yeah to, to your point though yeah a lot of them probably lie i mean turn on fox news there's people making up shit constantly yeah and nobody you know it's like we just accept nancy that that's grace. what it goes yeah nancy grace is making shit. wild accusations <laughs> right waiting for something to stick right and and it's actually more dangerous in those cases because they're making up facts or whatever they're making up stories about actual news these are just cases where it's his own personal kind of like legend that he's embellishing. You know what I mean? Which, yes, he shouldn't be doing that, but that's not affecting, you would hope, it's not affecting his reporting on actual events. Events. So that's a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting thing. I don't think his career is ever going to be the same. I mean, six months now, people are going to fucking forget about him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I I think it's really going to hurt him. I mean, how can you be credible putting him back on the air then as a news organization? You can't. How long has he been in like the anchor chair? Since Katrina, I guess. Since Katrina? Yeah. So 2004? Yeah, so like yeah. 10 years, something 10 years. like that. So, I don't so know. So he's been probably making like, what, 10 million a year? About 10 million a year, yeah. Yeah, yeah so the guy's She's fine. got some money. Yes, yeah. he's yeah. doing fine. Uh, all right, so anyway, yeah, so you think it's overblown. He should yes. be back in the chair. All right, well, Absolutely. bury your head in the sand, Joey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, yeah. so we talked about the Brian Williams thing. Um, I found this video. Uh, it's about microaggressions. For those of you that don't know what microaggressions are, they're unintentional 
offensive phrases or questions that people would ask, uh, particularly people of color or minorities that aren't, uh, like it says, intended to hurt their feelings. But as they build up over time, it can cause people to get sad and depressed and feel negative about themselves. And I think it's ridiculous. But I found this video. We're going to watch the video and then we can okay. talk about it. Actually, you know what? I don't know if I, how I feel about it. I, I immediately, when I see stuff like this, I go, like, what are, you, what are you doing? This fucking get offended culture. But maybe it has a point. I don't know. Let's play the video and then we'll talk about it. This is the Hatch Workshop. Uh, they did a video and it's about microaggressions. All right. Oh, you're so pretty for a black girl. Oh, she has a Jew nose. Oh, your hair would look <laughs> oh. so good. Wait, wait. Uh, saying she has a Jew nose is not a microaggression. That's just no. That's, that's just offensive. Just being that's racist. being offensive, right? That's the other thing. Uh, like. They all right, whatever. Just we'll watch a video and then we'll talk about it. If it was straight, Jews are so cheap. Why are you so cheap? Do you speak um, good English? How are you an Iraqi Jew? I think person saying microaggression kind of doesn't really think about it. This person who said it was my friend, and like I was astonished that they would like say something like that. Some of the uh, examples they go, "You don't act black." Can I touch your hair? <laughs> That's not um, okay. You're pretty in an exotic way. You don't dress ghetto. You're lucky there's affirmative action. Well, that's, oh, that's just that's a, a, <laughs> yeah, that's just you're just being a dick. But you sound white is one of them. You don't want to make a big deal about it, but then it's also like you just said something that offended me, so I feel like I should speak up because they're micro. Because uh, it says microaggressions and self-efficacy were significantly associated with anxiety and binge drinking, according to the cultural diversity and ethnic minority. Psychology. Just so everybody out there gets it, microaggressions are just essentially sneak dissing. That's what it is, right? <laughs> oh, okay. Sneak dissing, like sure. Yeah, okay. So all the kids out there, this is sneak dissing. But unintentional. What you do to everybody in your high school and in college is sneak dissing. Yes, you're microaggressing, okay. you're sneak dissing these people. All right. They're um, very subtle. They, they're small. You feel like you don't have a reason to be upset. You're overreacting, and people even can make you feel that way when you bring it up. They're like, oh, you can't take a joke. You're making too big of a deal of this. Why are you overreacting? Don't take it so seriously. It was just a joke. Chill out. Say like, oh no, I actually love black people. I love people of color. Like, they try to just minimize the situation. If someone feels hurt by a microaggression, it shouldn't just be pushed to the side. It definitely I think it should, has actually. negative impacts and like <laughs> leads to people disliking who they actually are. Those kinds of subtle offensive comments can build up over time and they can have like a deep psychological effect and you know they can make you feel bad and they can make you doubt yourself we try to just use jokes to like make things less awkward or like ease social experiences but it is important because you need to like be aware of what you're t saying and like who you're speaking to think uh -huh. of what you say and how it can affect the person you're saying it to Talk to your kids about microaggressions. Sneak Words matter, matter, it says. Ugh. Uh, any initial thoughts on that? Um, I, I don't know, man. I get the you were kind of mocking it the whole way through. <laughs> I get I kind of get the validity to it. Do you? Yeah, I don't like uh, bullying. It really bothers me. <laughs> you're being you're being <laughs> annoying right now. What, Why? Are you being serious? Yeah, it's a form of bullying. I, are right. you kidding me? You wait, 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 wait. How old are uh, I don't know. They look like they're in their teens. They look like they're they in high school. Teens. Yeah. And high school again. All right. I think we've talked about this before. Did you go through? You didn't go through bullying in high school. 
I mean, like I went, a kid would call you a fag every yeah, once in a while. I mean, I went to an all-guys high school, like an all-guys Catholic okay. high school, so it's like, Joey. you know. It's just, uh, same school same, as he did. Same okay, school. so you guys were I probably got bullied more in, like, elementary school. Oh, right, but okay. Like, All right, anyway. Whatevs. But. Um, it turned out great. <laughs> sure. But kids, but, like, bullying is, like, a, a real big deal nowadays. Like, kids, But like, this is microaggressions. Yeah, sneak dissing can lead to, like, big <laughs> issues. I don't know, man. I'm just saying, I get the validity. Um... <clears throat> And a lot of the things they were saying, like, we work in comedy. Yeah. So, like, we understand. We all have very thick skin. We understand things need to roll off our back. That's fine. Right. But a lot of the things, like, a lot of the things that we were making faces at, like, that weren't, that wasn't, like, microaggression. That was just being racist. Well, that's or, what I mean. But, that, like, but that's the thing. Like, maybe that's what I'm taking offense to. Like, I get it. You you can have these, like, small things build up. And I sure. think it definitely, like... Yeah, like, you know, there's institutional racism and shit that you're going to deal with, and it's, like, people just being ignorant dummies. But, like, some of them, like, saying somebody has a Jew nose or whatever. Right, like, like shit that's like that. That's just, that's not just a nice thing to say. It's not a microaggression to me. Like, yeah. you know, that's a fa- But if somebody goes, where are you from? Like, if you're an Asian person, somebody goes, where are you from? And they're like, Montauk. And you're like, no, 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 like, where are you from? Like, what's your ethnicity? That's not a micro, that you're just asking. Yeah, okay. Right? I, like, I, yeah. Like, I get that, but you have to understand, I guess, that um, that people f- from, like, you know, wherever, Asia, any of those countries, they might take offense to that. Like, like because people don't always go up to you and go, where are you from? And you're like, Manhattan. And they're like, no, 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 like, where? Like, you know what I mean? Like, people aren't like, what part of Italy are you from? Or whatever. Calabria, like, incidentally. People... Joe, well, Joe thinks I'm racially ambiguous. I, I've been called... But, call... but we're I've not been, using been... just you as an example, been... you fucking dick. <laughs> but I've been called um, Arab. People think I'm Cuban or whatever. Like, yeah, I don't Cuban, care. B. I'm Cuban, B. I don't care. You know, like, I, I get it, I guess. But you better it... give me that money, money. <laughs> But isn't it at a certain point, like... Partly the responsibility of the person that is being microaggressed against to understand that if it's it, like because the definition of microaggression is that it's, it is unintentional. Yeah. So isn't it sort of your responsibility as the person that is being microaggressed to go, all right, that that was maybe not the best way to phrase that, but it's innocent. Somebody's not trying sure. to insult me or just go back at him. You know what I mean? Like that's that's, that's the way of countering bullying point, or yeah. a good old punch in the face is well, also yeah, but you don't like have to punch good, somebody about that. But you could. You could. That would you make could. Them sh- certainly make them learn. I guess. Uh, or they'd be like, "Damn, you're so aggressive for a black dude." But that's. <laughs> a, but isn't that how we handled bullying when we were growing up? If a kid was bullying you, you just punch him in the face, and then that's it. Yeah. Specific example. I was walking out of class one day. You you were there, but you don't. I'm not going to say who they were. But there was these two guys, they were douchebags, that went to my elementary school. Whatever. I was nice to people. I was weird, so like I yeah. kind of stayed away from. I don't know. Whatever. You were so, weird. <laughs> yeah. I can't hard to that. hard to believe, right? Yeah. Uh, no, and I'm like I'm not being. A oh, dick. really? Like, it's yeah. hard for me to believe that. Oh yeah, I yeah. In elementary school, particularly, I was sort of like standoff. It like kind of wanted to do my own thing. I just didn't like being there. In any event, these kids would come out and they would like try to like step on the back of my shoes to like. Oh, flat up. tires. Yeah. Yeah. So if anybody ever deserves to get punched. It's from well, a Well, and I time. turned around and I fucking wailed them with my book. But, you know, I just like swung my book. I yeah. got them. Teachers came over. My mom was there and she was like, fuck that. They were fucking with them. Yeah, you yeah. can react. Why was your mom there? She was picking me up. It was like after school. Oh, it was after school. So in any event, but right. But I think I think when you, when you go words matter, like talk to your kids about microaggression, you're sort of cutting down the ability that kids have 
to sort stuff to out themselves, to mm-hmm. learn about being about diversity and shit like that, where it's like, yeah, maybe you don't assume that uh, because somebody's Japanese, they speak Asian or whatever. You know what I mean? Like whatever the stupid example is going to be like, you're, you're, you're limiting the interactions that people are going to have and the ability to just sort shit out on an interpersonal level. You know? Yeah, I get, I get that. I guess, um, I don't know. I guess I see both sides to it. Like, uh, again, I mean, I like I said, like bit. I'm not, I, I don't like that kids have to go through bullying, like, because we've seen so many bad things happen yes. from it. Like yeah. that's, that's like fucked up, dude. Like a no, little it is. kid has to like worry about going to school and like, being made like that's hard i agree that's hard on those kids like high school middle school whatever that's very difficult but i also appreciate the argument that i think you're making kind of is that we can't go overboard because we're already in a society that's so pc that we're getting to the point where where kids can't even be kids anymore like and i and Mm. i hate to say that but the part but part of going to high school going to middle school is you guys rip each other yeah like the biggest thing and it, it doesn't really happen anymore with with your friends when you're in your 20s but a big thing when you're in middle school and high school is you guys rip each other like all day long like that's what it is you guys roast each other and that's fine so i think there just needs to be a balance between like okay here's the best way i can make this simple is if the kid's your friend fine like if you guys are close and you guys rip on each other that's fine but don't go seeking out kids who you can clearly understand are not having an easy go at it. But that's Does that make what, sense? I agree with you, absolutely. But I think that's a different conversation than what we're having here. The, this thing is specifically about you You are being not, you're not trying to hurt somebody's feelings. But you're, see, you're not bullying them. But that's not you're, how they make it come across. But that. This. But but that's the thing. It's this whole, and that's maybe my problem with it. It's like this overall. So oh, the commercial isn't right. You're saying the well because I also pulled up this BuzzFeed article that has 21 microaggressions on it, and some of them are legitimate. They're like for example, there's man. these. There's this black girl who goes, Courtney. I never see you as a black girl. That is implying like. That because you you're white. A, yeah you're yeah. acting white quote white yeah, but how is that micro it's are, not micro that, but that's my that's what I'm saying that isn't a microaggression that's ignorance you're being stupid I think we all just don't like the term microaggression I think this is what this is all boiling down to right. Right? Well, but this girl, this girl's Mexican, I guess, or whatever, Spanish. She goes, "You don't speak Spanish, like that's a that's a microaggression." No, no, it's not. You, you just you're just going like, "Oh, but you're clearly." But again, Hispanic, it all depends so. on context. Yeah, like are are you coming up to this girl and like speaking to her in Spanish and like she she doesn't know and you're like, "Oh, you don't speak Spanish." Right, but what like, are they railing against then? Like, what are, exa- what are they trying to exactly. make us be worried about? Like, yeah. Because the, the thing is, like, you learn from mistakes. So if you get in an incident where you go up to a black girl and you touch her hair and she's like, don't fucking just touch my hair. <laughs> you like won't that. do it again. That's one of the examples they give. Then you go, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that was a thing. Fine. Then you actually learn something. You're not going to do that. But to sit your kids down to be like, never point out somebody's differences or ask them about their life. Like, what What are you really trying to tell okay, kids to yeah, worry I, about? It no, doesn't no, make no. sense. I get that side of the argument. That makes sense to me, you honestly. Know? Right. Don't, let's not, because that's the whole thing about, like, people being like, I'm colorblind. It's like, no. No, you're those not. Those fucking differences exist. Right. We all know they do. And and it's actually a good thing, I, I think is what yeah. you're saying, to yes. explore, yes. To, to realize that people are different from you and we all come from different circumstances. I think I think that's a very that, good point. Th- that's exactly what I'm saying, right. Because if you're going to just limit the ability that you have 
So because that's what I feel like ends up happening because the kids are extremely impressionable. They don't really understand the complexities of relationships and diversity and all this stuff. Right. So if you're going to tell them to not microaggress and you're going to give them all these examples, they're going to be way less likely to talk to people that are different from them because you don't want to hurt somebody. That's a great rightfully point. Rightfully so. That, that is, that's a very good So point. in trying to not hurt people's feelings, you're actually, in a way, isolating everybody, isolating everybody yes. which is a bigger problem, you know, that you're going to separate people. I completely so agree. That's sort yeah, of where I was trying to get to. dividing everybody. Everybody, yeah. All right, but anyway, so that that was something I want to bring up. You got any final thoughts on that, Joe? Um, see, I'm confused because with this, it seems more it was like one on one situations than a like a group. Well, that's what it is, right? On. Right, right. It's like it's not it's not bullying, and I agree with you. Like that is an issue. Yeah, okay. It's, kids are fucked up, and those kids should get their asses kicked. Like they should. I, I you like, shouldn't be a bully. You're an asshole. You know? Right, like, exactly. And you clearly have something wrong with you. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Where you need to bully. Somebody right. Else. These are one on ones where it's yeah. like, well, like for example, you you're at people go. Are you from Boston? Yeah. That's a microaggression. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Awesome. That's very true. I'm gonna start throwing that around. <laughs> <laughs> you don't microaggress me. Yeah. Bro. Don't, don't microaggress me, bro. bro. Uh, but you know what I mean, like that. So. Is that really offensive to you? No, you go. No. Oh no, I'm not from Boston. Well, and I guess, and the, the other thing, like that, we kind of talked about is context of these situations, yes. which you brought up. Is this a group of people saying yeah. this to this person, or is this just a young kid who's trying to understand another young kid? Exactly. Ex- you know what I mean? Yes. Like, and be like, oh, like whatever one of those things are. Right. Like, oh, you don't speak Spanish, or oh, you don't whatever. Like, I'm sorry, I just. Because they all know so little. Yes. That's yeah. the thing. That's my point, right? If you're going to limit yeah. their ability to talk to each other, they're not going to learn. Yeah. They all know so little that they you need them to connect. Absolutely. And and if we, yeah, okay, right. great point. Right. If we you, isolate them, it's just not going to happen. Uh, I, I get that. Yeah, so that, that's that my point. issue with it. And I think when cool. we start putting all these fucking crazy labels on things, it's like, you Well, know, everything's so PC. It's, yeah. It's well, and that's the, other, that's the other big part of it. It's like the this take offense culture where being offended is almost better than being accepted. Exactly. Being offended gets you paid and gets you in the spotlight. Well, and I I, I was thinking about this last night. I I honestly, I thought about it. I don't understand what being offended actually feels like. I no, we're so callous. I've never, I don't think I can be offended. I really don't. No, I I don't. And especially, yeah, I just, I, I don't even feel, especially from watching something where people go, oh, I was offended by that comedy. Like, what are you saying? Like, I, I don't, I, it's foreign to me to even have that feeling. Well, yeah, but it's because I'm white and amazing looking. I, 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 no, I, you are very handsome, but, um, but I feel <laughs> like it's like, uh, you have to almost search for that. You have to have a mission to be offended by something. And that's, right? that's, yes, and that's where this shit is tied up because you're giving somebody that you go, Oh, you were microaggressed. Like, oh my yeah. God, I should feel offended. Exactly. Oh. That, that, like, oh my God, right. everybody's like out to get me. Yeah. Which is our society, is everybody's yeah. out to get you. And it's no good. That's no, no but it's to not. also, I, I feel that uh, that word has been thrown around and we've been desensitized to what it actually means to be offended. Mm hmm. Uh, maybe. I mean, maybe not desensitized, but no, I think it's. No, no, I think. Is desensitized? Desensitize the well. What right do you mean? Explain maybe more what you mean. Well, it, it's just like it, it's used so arbitrarily that yeah. it kind of like loses meaning. Like, well, it loses does, it loses meaning. It but but I think in our society, I think like what we're saying is that it is used so much. It's sort of like racist. Oh, you're being racist. I don't know if it, it loses meaning. 
more than it does like it just more broadens. than it makes it acceptable to yeah, say. Yes, okay. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, like I yes. think that's right. Yeah. yeah, it makes it more acceptable to be like because it almost adds meaning to it. It's I, like I, oh I agree, my god, yeah. I'm offended. Right. Right. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. offended by Brian Williams. I'm offended by uh, American whatever. Sniper. Whatever American, it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I don't know. It's just a weird thing. And I'm I, offended I, by sneak dissing. <laughs> sneak dissing hurts my feelings. That's that shit Chief Keefe doesn't like. That's uh, what we're playing. Don't like by Chief Keefe. Okay, okay, perfect. There you go. Andy, official decision. By the way, when you battle against people, are you sort of sneak dissing them? Is that what goes on? <laughs> when you're sort of in the parking lot around a... <laughs> around you mean when I grab that guy's legs and yeah. pull him down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around a flaming uh, garbage can, you're just... Yeah, look, it took like <laughs> eight months to shoot the movie. It was a tough time in my life, but I was proud of the product at the end. So yeah, you whatever. miss Brittany Murphy, of course. I do miss Brittany uh, Murphy. That was a, a real story. sex scene, believe it or not. I do believe yeah, it. Yeah, it was in her contract. She was like, he has to put it in me. And I was like, ah, I guess I can deal with that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which uh, some argue led to her death. I don't know. I'm just saying uh, a <laughs> huge piece on this guy over here. All right. Uh, so, you know what? We don't have the <laughs> we don't have the clock working today. So I don't know how far along. We're, can you tell me how far along we are so we get an idea? How far along is she? That's an Eminem line. Oh, there you ah. go. Yeah. From that song where the guy kills himself and drives off the cliff. Stan. Yeah. Uh, 40, 50. Shit. Okay. Wow. Uh, all right, I have, I have one more topic. I could have just said 41. It's You know what? It's fine. I like that you're being exact. exact. Uh, I have one more, and this is an interesting one I think we should get into. And again, Joey's going to read a uh, a page, a full page for Fifty Shades of Grey. And we're gonna wa- maybe we'll watch the trailer. I don't know if we need to, but Joey's definitely going to do his excerpt from Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, this is a fucking ridiculous one. Uh, Molly sent this to me. My girlfriend pointed this out. Uh, this guy has a 100 boners left before his penis stops working. Oh, say it isn't so. He has something cut. This is insane. This is real. And if it's not real, I'm going to be furious. Uh, it's called idiopathic fibrosis of the corpora cavernosa. Is that your dick? That is the reservoir inside your penis that fills with blood to make it erect. Okay. All right. This guy, every time he gets an erection... And it fills up with blood. It causes scar tissue for some reason within that part of the penis. So they estimate that he has about 100 left before the scar tissue is so thick that blood can't get in there oh. and homeboy can't get a boner anymore. Yes. Makes me extremely so uncomfortable. So his wife started filing for divorce? Yep. I think he's not. I No, I think he's just single. So. Okay. Uh, now, this is my question. About, so this is horrifying, right? The the idea of it. I have yeah. two. I have two hypotheticals for you. Okay. Well, actually, one hypothetical and one question. Is it good or bad to know that you have a hundred left? Is that a gift or a curse? It's would a you gift. rather know curse. or would you rather not know? Okay. You'll definitely. Have Why is it a gift, Joey? It's a gift because you can start to try to uh, decide how you're going to use your last hundred bonus. Exactly. In the article, the guy actually says, "I slept with a good-looking chick the other night. She wanted to do it again in the morning, and I was like." Do ah, I, ah, <laughs> can't waste another one on you, sister. <laughs> exactly. Like, did, was he willing to waste another one on this chick, or should he just hold on to the other ninety-nine? Oh, it's terrifying. So, Joey, you think it's good to know yes, because you can absolutely. sort of plan it out. You think it's bad to know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's just bring up the topic of random boners. Okay. I'm in, I'm in without. Yes, if he gets morning wood, that counts. It, yeah, yeah. Without giving anything to it, I have like some shit going on. Like, what about? What about randoms? Uh-huh. That's a count. That's a that strike. Counts. Counts. That's a strike. Yeah. Absolutely. So jerking off counts. But but if you think about it, 
we don't need to get into it. Okay. But how many times a day is your shit erect? It's at least three times. At a least day. three times. That's, at least that's three exactly times what I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah. So he's got a month left, is what we're saying. Well, here's the other thing you got to think about because Andy's on the side of you don't want to know. Okay. Say the average guy jerks off three, four times a week, right? Three times a week. Is Let's that say. a real number? Yeah, I think four times a week. Three, four, whatever. Yeah. It could okay. even be every day, possibly. Well, right? dudes in a relationship, probably four. Dudes not with a chick, probably every day, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, like you're fair. either going to do it during the day, at night, whatever. So let's yeah. say five. Let's say five a week. Okay, all right, five. All right, so that's 20 a month. You're going to be done with boners in four months if you don't have sex even. You're right, but that's 20, and again, that's 20 a month on just boners for jacking off. Right. Not like when you wake up in the morning, morning which uh, you have to think about that. That Every morning you wake up, that's one strike. Absolutely, or if you're chubbing up, just you're watching something and you're not going to jerk off. Whatever. Yeah, or like, yeah, there's it's a million, a, so, but I would a million ways know. your shit gets But hard. I would want to know. I'd want to keep track is my point. Because you could just, you wouldn't, maybe you wouldn't jerk off anymore. You wouldn't try to waste those. But just think about how special it would be to to walk up to a woman and go, you want to be one of the last hundred? Exactly. It's like getting a flower on The Bachelorette. (laughs) (laughs) It's exciting. (laughs) I guess. But just like the, and and I I don't know, I guess just because like what's happening right now, but like what, there's so many like chances of just like, there's a random, there's a random, and like yep, and it's a hard fight. Like, You're gonna waste ten percent of those boners probably on random. Exactly. At least ten percent. Exactly. And just and not even non not even on random. Just like right. Uh like all right, Joey, this no, never mind. No, go not, for it. No, 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 you poked the bear. <laughs> you poked the bear. So now you gotta deal with Joey, it. Joey, if a good looking girl that you liked uh hugged you and you guys started to make out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's up. That's one down. He's yeah. gonna get one while he's reading Fifty Shades of Grey. Later. Exactly. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So that's a waste. There's like r- exactly that's a waste. And if you're, especially if you're not, it's one thing if you're in a relationship and you have a hundred to count down on. Ugh. It's another thing if you're a single guy and you have a hundred to count down on because you have to believe that at least forty of those are just gonna go by the wayside <laughs> to random <laughs> things happen. Ugh, it's such a horror. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally yeah. understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, no, it's absolutely awful. I would like feedback on this, guys. Yeah, we, or yeah, girls. we would. Yeah, girls, whatever. Uh, I would like some feedback on whether you think you would want to know uh, or not. It's just a terrible situation. Yeah, and, uh, how do you feel? Hi, I'm you Chris, and I'd like to me? know about your boner. <laughs> there you go. Yeah? yeah? Okay. All right. Yeah, 100 erections left. Male or female, whatever. Like yeah, 100, yeah. What's, what's the equivalent to a female erection? Clip Not re- an orgasm. Clip erections. Clip erections? No, I don't know. I guess uh, <laughs> there is no equivalent. There is no equivalent. Right. Okay, if you're, all right, girl, 100 times you're horny, whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. The, 100 times <laughs> you can actually feel bad enough for this dude that you're going to bang him, yeah, which exactly. is essentially like, I'm sorry, dude. I'm just trying to trick this girl into sitting on my penis. Here's, like, here's another question that I've had for a long time that I think about. If you knew... Every hundred orgasms you had, okay? Okay. Uh-huh. One out of every hundred would hurt as bad as it feels good. And you don't know what it could be the first time, it could be the hundredth time, it could be the 57th time. Would you still continue to have orgasms? I yes, you have to. 
You have a story? No, I'm not gonna tell it. Oh. But I will. What? Tell it. I what? Will... You can't do no, that. You have no, to stop no, doing no, that. no, 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 no. I can't right, do that. Okay. I will tell it to both of you after. But yeah, all right, no. you Samsonites are gonna have to just suck it. You're yeah, not gonna find it. out about that one. But what do you think, Joey? Would you continue to jerk off, have sex, yes. do all that stuff? You Absolutely. Went, right? Even if oh my god, yeah, but you'd have to do it the first time, and you'd be like, you'd think about it. You'd think about it, but then a couple of weeks later, you'd be like, ah. I would hope it'd be the first more like fifty-fifty. Then I would probably say no. Right. But when you go ninety-nine to a hundred, yeah, I can deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can deal with that. Yeah, I'd probably continue I, to do Yeah, it. of course. 50, 99, to, 99 to one, sure. Right. Well, because- But that pain is real. Oh, it's real. Oh, it's real. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But, yeah, but then after that one, you're like, well, I got 58 to go. I'm in good shape here. Yeah. True. You just got to bust a quick one out. But you never know. Ah, whatever. Anyway, oh. so this this was the uh, dumbest <laughs> conversation we had on this podcast. Very good. Uh, all right. Uh, so that's it. That's all I brought to the table today. There's uh, some news going on. I, I didn't feel particularly uh, attracted to any of it. Next week, I'm sure we'll have more like hard-hitting kind of political stuff. But I thought this was a fun conversation. Yeah, it was. Now, Joey, I think you brought some conversation, some topics. Uh, all right. Thank you, sir. Yes, I have. Uh, the one thing that I was looking at was uh, Spots Illustrated did a special issue of plus size models. I, that was one of the things I was going to bring. That's awesome. awesome. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it. So uh, from what I l- looked into, one of them is a size 16 and one of them is a size 12. Well, and I brought pictures of Ashley Graham because that's who I thought you were talking about. Now, Ashley Graham is the size 16. Yeah, now, she looks me, fine. There's nothing wrong with to her. To me, like, in no way no, no does issue. that resemble what I would assume would be a size 16. Yeah, well, you have no idea. Can I just say I think they took that picture on purpose? What do you mean? For her to be plus. They could have taken well, that. Well, that's not a sports could, illustration. No, 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 but they could have taken that at another angle. Yeah, And definitely. she would have looked much better. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, of course. You see, because I did some research and I looked uh-huh. up and the normal sizes for like uh, fashion models. Right. Isn't it like negative 12? Zero, two, and four. Right, which is unrealistic. And most eight, and why would you want that? You don't want it. No, you don't want you a close don't want hanger. That at, well, oh. I say this all the time. You know, Guess who runs the fashion industry? Gay dudes. They're yeah, not into okay. like the fe- f- female form. They're no, like- modeling is a very distinct thing. They're six feet tall and they weigh Buck 85 pounds. Yeah, because they're supposed to look like hangers. The, right. The clothes exactly. are supposed to hang on them. You, you know, know like, like it's not supposed to fit. And- no, here's a poll to take. All right, dudes out there, would you take a model or do you want. All right, who's a famous model? Heidi Klum. Who has a model body? Heidi Klum. Heidi Klum, model body. Versus like a Kim Kardashian or a Nicki Minaj. What yeah, there's no think? question about it. I would definitely go with uh, Kim Kardashian, Nicki Minaj, or or p- porn star look instead of model. Yeah, yeah no, I don't. Not I'm, into models. I'm not totally into the porn star look. Like I think a I think Playboy that's models. Then, no, no, no. But like, I don't know. Kim Kardashian and Nicki Minaj are like my go-to. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. If you want to find like like body type, that's it. No doubt about it. Yeah. Yes, I have Joey. Obviously, yeah. It's just. Uh, See, I, I I looked it up and it said that most agencies after like size six is considered a plus size model. Right. I would like to have like a picture or something that like it would break it down so I understand. Yeah, I'm sure there are what those... the actual sizes mean. Yeah, I'm sure there are uh, images of that. I I do want to say this: uh, Nikki Glazer, who uh, does the podcast We Know Nothing uh, on this network, tweeted something. Uh, 
interesting about this. Okay. I saw this. She goes, Sports Illustrated is running an ad featuring a plus side model. It's not a part of the magazine itself. It's an ad. SI was paid. So brave. Mm. <laughs> I, I love That's Nikki why Glazer. we love you, Nikki Glazer. Yeah, she's, she's great. That's right. She's going to be here on Monday, by the way. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. What is she doing? Can't wait to see her. She's going to drop in. Oh, nice. That's great. It'll be good to see her. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, so that was a good point that she made, right? It's like mm. they're not actually featuring her in the Sports Illustrated edition. Yeah, she's in it, but it's they got paid to put her in. So uh, it's for a, like curve bikinis, you know, for like girls that have curves. Sure. Anyway. but Which is like what everybody likes. Yes. That's the biggest thing is like, uh, and, and I, uh, you know what? Actually, I think it's positive coming out of it. I think girls are really uh, vacating from the idea of like the model hot. Like right. I, th- I think a lot of girls nowadays, uh, a lot of women, shouldn't say girls, uh, whatever. The ladies. The la- yeah. No, females. Females. That's no. not, we're not supposed to say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of <laughs> women would l- would rather be. Their regular size. Like, no dudes are looking for, like, I don't, why would I want to, here's what I equate modeling to. Why would I want to have sex with a chick who is essentially is me? Right. Physically. It's very weird. Because you, you can know, but that's you my, know what I mean? That's my point about Like, this is what, like, banging a model would look like. Well, that's would my be, point like, about me. gay dudes running the fashion industry. Would be a they dude like who's 5'11", 6 right. feet, who's yeah. like 140 pounds. It, yeah, it's weird. It never makes sense to me. Guys that are, like, super into the model look are weird dudes. It's very strange. It's very strange. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. So Why don't you just want to, yeah. So, ladies, if you're listening... Uh, we like curves. Yeah, yeah, we like curves. We like no, we like real looking women. Absolutely. Yeah, I like you in sweatpants. You don't have to wear these crazy outfits. Yeah, just yeah. chill out. White t-shirt pants, and jeans. Hair tied, chilling with no makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Perfect. Um, all right, Joey. Yeah, great. I mean, that's an interesting topic. I feel like you didn't bring much to the table about that. I, no, I, I feel d- like we really took that. I, I I looked for research and I could I couldn't find anything that would help me, so I apologize. Well, that's great. I'm glad that you found a topic, did research on it, realized there was nothing to it, and then still brought it to the conversation. Damn right, I did. That often makes the best uh, topics for the show. What el- what else you got? You got anything else good? Because we're running about fifty something minutes here. We we start to run a little late. We have like ten minutes left. Well, probably. the uh, the one thing that I did want to bring up, uh, which is a little a heavier subject, though, is the. Uh, issue that happened in North Carolina, which was uh, three Muslim students were shot dead. It happened there? Was that Australian, like kangaroos? Mm-hmm. Or It happened, excuse uh-huh. me. So the kangaroos came hopping by. <laughs> right. The the shooters were in the pouch. Yes. Yes. Okay. Like little joeys. Good. Ah. That's Go it. Ahead, Joey. It's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what about what about it? Yeah. Well, oh, it's a sad situation. Okay, so it's a sad situation, and it's it was being underreported. So it's there not was... been underreported. See, time out. Okay. Where was it underreported? You know about it. I know about it. Andy knows about it. We know about it because it's... of Twitter. Um, I didn't find it on Twitter. Yeah, no, you don't know about. It. I've seen it everywhere. You go on the Chapel Hill shootings. There was over nine hundred thousand. Yeah, no, tweets no, no, about no. It. That's right. We can't give him shit about that. That was like the number one trending topic. What? What? Yeah, it yeah, happened on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also yeah. saw it on the Guardian. I saw it on Huffington Post. Oh, okay, Post. sure. Wait, what, what were you but, saying, Joey? Like, but what's your point about TV it? coverage? Uh huh. Was you saying was lacking? And that's what that's what seems to be the issue. That's why everyone took to the social. Websites. I don't agree. Maybe at first. I mean, it's t- uh, well, it, yeah. But Twitter is always the first thing to catch yeah, on to a tra- to a mass shooting, which is sad because it happens so much. But because it, it's one student, right? And then yeah, you know, just, a thousand. It, it goes students. viral, right? Exactly. You find out about it. Yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, I don't agree with that stuff. And I, I, I don't... I hate when that becomes the kind of like the pervasive idea of nobody covered it. Well, then how the fuck did you know about it? Twitter. Yeah, okay, but it's not... But I guarantee half those Twitters had links to, to articles it. or videos okay. or whatever. So what? That's, that's no, coverage. I th- no, no, no. The me. way Twitter starts is with the hashtag. You know what I mean? Like, like for... Like, all the kids at the college will start hashtagging, like, Chapel Hill shooting, which was the yeah. hashtag today, right? Uh, or was, was it North Carolina shooting? Uh, hold on one second. Uh, hey, look at this. Do, I'm going to go do, to the Guardian. Look, I'm going to the Guardian. Chapel Hill shooting. Dude, look at the Guardian. I'm on the Guardian's homepage right now. Chapel Hill neighbors speak of fearing gunmen who kill Muslim students. It's the first thing there. It's all, It's definitely getting covered. Okay, so, but jo- what Joey was saying when he came across it, it was just on Twitter. You came yes. across it early today, right? He didn't right? come across shit. He's, it was yesterday. Dude, shut, <laughs> shut up. He, no, we I'm came saying, across Twitter. That was the first way you saw it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Fine. You ca- What? You came across the hashtag? Yes. But yeah, that because does, everybody was tweeting about it. But that it. doesn't mean that it wasn't covered by the media. But, it could, but it could have started off. It always starts off on Twitter. That's what we're saying. It starts on Twitter and then it builds into a story. How many times, Chris... Have you seen a hashtag on Twitter, like jumped out, or have you learned about something happening on Twitter and then the stories come out afterwards? Because Twitter is so fast. Twitter is a kid, literally, who's in that dorm above where the shooting is taking place telling people what's going on. And then 500 other kids from that university's sign on to the same hashtag and start on that and then that's where the news outlets learn it from yeah but that's that's okay f- yeah but that's not an issue of the media isn't going to cover it no no, no of, sure but I, but I thought I was just saying the immediacy of Joey found it when he found it he found right. it early you you found out about the the Chapel Hill shooting before the news started covering it is that what you're telling me yes <laughs> okay. No, uh, but I did too. But then how? Qu- yeah, but then if you s- Google it, it's going to be on news sites, right? Right. But the, there's always that first there's too much hour. Time in that, there's always how that, much time was there? There's always that first hour of when hours. you're. It's on Twitter. Five hours, but that's 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 reasonable. Like uh, to me, it's different if it was like it happened. People are talking about it on Twitter, and then three days later, then the news starts picking up. That's not what happened. Okay, so it was, you know, I, I, the lag time was about five hours, but I, I thought it yeah, would okay. be more. Oh, yeah, okay. No, no, no. Then I'm not behind you anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, We're that, talking about lag saying, time right. of like, I was defending you if I think no, no, you no, found I, it I, first. I, I thank you. Right. But uh, I, I think to me that the hashtag, look, it's good that Muslim lives matter. Yes, I agree. They everybody's take, lives everybody matter. Everybody's lives All lives matter. Any man who's been murdered, his right. life mattered, obviously. So, okay, been, so, this, so here's my question. Go, go so why would the hashtag Muslims lives matter start trending? Well, this is what I was going to say. Oh, okay. This has been a pervasive thing because Muslims have been taking a beating obviously uh on social media mm-hmm. uh because of isis and all this shit the beheadings and whatever american sniper beatings of muslims has gone up um it's because we're talking about and we've talked about it on the show that we need islam people need to step up and mm-hmm. all this crap like so i think dumb people uh get mad at muslims in general and i think this is just another um, like kind of protest movement type of thing. I don't think it's a reaction specifically to this Chapel Hill thing. I think it's uh, liberals, I think Muslim people on the left, whatever, are now trying to make this an issue where it's like we can't t- 
talk negatively about Muslims at all. It's sort of a microaggression okay. situation, right? Which you, yeah, you're not talking negatively about Muslims in general, but you need to say for whatever reason, Muslim religion is causing these problems. There needs to be a distinction made between innocent people and these people that got killed. It's mm-hmm. innocent. But I think it's the same way that anything takes off. It's like people are trying to not let Muslims be offended. You know what I mean? Okay. That's where it's coming from. Probably partly legitimately. Yeah, it is. You know, we don't want to see Muslims get killed. So they're starting this hashtag. But like anything else that happens in America, it's sort of a, it's a slogan. It's a sloganeering thing. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't necessarily I that. believe that it's it's specifically in a reaction to that i think it's just a good opportunity for people to to use that put a spotlight on it and go look this this shit is happening and yeah it shouldn't be happening totally but i but i don't think i think it's bullshit that the media is not covering it yeah they are why wouldn't the media be covering it of course they are the implication is being that they were muslim yeah but that's the implication but it's a nonsense implication because everybody knows i go to a lot of um sites like that run the gamut left to right Mm -hmm. and i've seen it on all those sites so I, I just totally don't agree with that. Like okay. it, it's frustrating. And I think you're, if you're part of that movement, I mean, it's fine movement, whatever you want to call it, that hashtag. I think you're sort of being disingenuous because it is being covered. You might not like the way it's being covered. That's a totally but different story, but it's being covered. That, that's, that's crazy, but whatever. I, I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, I, I, and look, maybe I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, let me know. I, but I, but that's how I feel about it. I, I, I think it's being covered. That's fine. The same way with the, Black Lives Matter and stuff like that, like that was being covered. The protests, yeah, yeah it was absolutely. Being you might covered. not like the way that certain organizations are covering it. Fine, and I probably agree with you, but it was being, it was covered. being covered. Sure, you know. All right, race wars. We back. <laughs> um, you got anything else, Joe? Nah, that's all I got. Okay, great. Do you do you have anything you wanted to get to, Andy? Or um, let's see, where are we at? Because uh, we have people behind us right now. Yeah, we started a little late. We yeah, got a couple right. minutes. We started there. a little late. Um, I don't really have anything I want to talk about that's crazy. Okay. Um, I don't know. Okay, that's fine. Do you fine. have anything, like, could we, like, break it up into, like, a lighter segment? Like, do you have anything going on personally? Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like well, do you have anything to talk about? Like, anything yeah, cool happened well, this week? Well, yeah, my, I got my computers back. All right, my that's My computers cool. are yeah. back and all set up. Right on. Thank God. Yeah, if you guys don't know, Chris was without his computers for how long? Like, 10 days? Yeah, like 10 days. It's pretty yeah. frustrating. That's a harrowing experience it, for people who work in our business. Extremely harrowing. I didn't get any work done, which no, is really no, frustrating. No. Uh, yeah, it's just annoying. I, I was just felt, like, off kilter. All my crap is on my computer. I got my yeah. setup. Yeah, it was no good. But everything's back. Everything's fine. Excuse me, Polish seltzer. Can you Polish cut- seltzer. Emma, can you cut to me, please, close up here? <laughs> Cherry pomegranate, Polish seltzer. We'd appreciate a sponsorship. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, we got a new guy, Evan, working the controls. Yeah, I think he's doing a great job. We'll have to great see job. when we're done. Yeah, we'll have to see at the end. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I figured if we don't have anything else to talk about, we could just talk about shit that's going on with us. I don't know. Whatever. That's true. Well, I mean, look, I mean, we do have the Fifty Shades of Grey. That I Joey has totally to read. I think oh, yeah. One. Oh, my God. I completely forgot about that. I, yeah, I think, let's do that. I think it's going to take him that? a while to get through it. Honestly, okay. it's a little bit longer, but this is the last segment okay. we have. Uh, no. All right. Something we did want to talk about. Can we talk about the trailer? Y- sure. Yeah. Do we want to watch the trailer quick, or what do, what do you think? Uh, which Put one do you on. have? Like the 30 second one? No, nah, it's like two minutes. So we don't oh. How? How? Oh, okay. Why a two minute trailer? Let, let's just watch it real quick. It's fine. I think we're okay. Nobody's wrapping us up. I think we're all right. Let's uh we're gonna listen to the Fifty Shades of Grey trailer, we can talk about it, and then Joey will read from Fifty Shades of Grey. And, and the suspense is killing go. me. There we go. Is it Joey? 
That's a lot of suits. It's ridiculous. This whole thing looks ridiculous. I'm going to have to see this, I bet. Happy Valentine's Day. No, like, not that she's going to make me. I'm going to want to see it because it's so stupid. So? What was he like? Mr. Gray will see you now. Oh, yeah, he you will. He's really smart. Very intense. To what do you owe your success? I've always been good at people. Uh. I have a natural instinct for what makes a person tick. Anastasia. Hey, sure. Does he bang more than... I don't know why I took those off. Does he bang <laughs> more than one chick? I or is it she one girl know throughout of. the whole movie? I think throughout the movie, it's just sort of their uh, their rendezvous together Joey. or whatever. What's up? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, I think through. Yeah, I think throughout it's just their relationship. I don't think he bangs anybody else in the movie. Is that about the book? Is that how the book is? Yeah, I think so. That he, that's I think not they, realistic. I think they might allude to the fact that he had previous relationships. Oh, I right. see. I always thought the book was he was banging a bunch of chicks. Not to my understanding. Oh, it's just one. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it's just oh, one. Anastasia Steele. It's always just. Ew. One. Do you you know Anastasia Steele, Christian Grey? It's like it's written on like a fourth grade level. Well, that that's what they said <laughs> about absurd. the book. That's what everybody says about the book is that it's written. Well, I've, I've skipped through yeah, it well, to, yeah, to find course. the shit for Joey. Read it. You guys know. Christian. This Beyonce song in the back is great, by the way. You do realize that he hasn't stopped looking at you. Have you met someone? Be free. Pause it for a second. I really wonder how different this movie would be if he was ugly. Well, we talked about this in one of the excerpts. If this was just some who fat, is that actor? Fat garbage man. Yeah. She, I mean. Who who has no money? <laughs> she's not gonna let that guy tie her up. He, she's just not going to. Well, who is who, okay? The first time I saw I saw the trailer for the first time this morning. Uh-huh. I thought it was. Did uh, you waste one of your hundred boners? <laughs> yeah, I did. No, yeah. I didn't. No, actually, I didn't because I don't understand the hype to this movie. Like they, like we talked about it earlier, they were like, "Oh my god, it's this amazing guy." It's no, it's a dude who's worth like a billion dollars, right. and he's like twenty-seven years old, and he happens to be like somewhat good-looking. Right. If you were worth twenty-seven billion or whatever, and I was, and Joey was, did now. Me too. Yeah, any well anybody would let me tie them up. Yeah. Um all right. Let's that finish up happy? this trailer. Hey it would Joe, make me happy. I relax, buddy. Yeah. I like to see your face. Gives me some clue what you might be thinking. So you're a control freak? I exercise control in all things. It must be really boring. It's not, he's gonna tie you up and whip your vagina. So that's what the whole thing's about, huh? Yeah, just keep, keep watch. This is like the more like sexual trailer. So is this just a porno then? No. Although there is like twenty minutes. I love this song, by the way. I mean, she's cute though, for sure. I'm not the man for you. Yeah. Why don't you let me in? I had a rough start in life. That's all you need to know. Uh, <laughs> so he's a Fuck mysterious, good-looking millionaire. Like, ugh, shut up. What kind of hot life did he have? My tastes are very. <laughs> they won't go into it. Singular. You wouldn't understand. Well, he probably got hit as a child, which sexualized the abuse and. Mm, maybe his life, right? Yeah, they should have uh, picked the dudes from Sons of Anarchy to do this movie. I don't know why they didn't. They could have. Well, here we go. She's about to enter the the red room. Uh uh-uh. uh Enlighten me then. Oh my god. Uh. This guy's so rich that he. Me? This guy's so rich that he has a full room in his Manhattan or whatever apartment just dedicated to doing bonded shit. Yeah. I'm not. He tapes it too, right? I don't know, Joey. It's you that's changing me. Oh my god, she's changing. Okay. I had a Look, he's flying his own plane! What is <laughs> happening? It's a glider that's not a fucking plane. Whatever. 
This song is good. Say I did stay. What would happen? He's gonna spank you. Does he put a ring on it? No. Oh, good, good one, Joey. I get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Haunted by Beyonce, available on iTunes, Valentine's 2015. Go ahead, Andy. Yes? I had no idea what this movie was about. What did you think it was about? Okay, I thought it was about that there was like some bondage, but he just banged a whole bunch of chicks. No. no. I didn't realize it was one chick and just like heavily on bondage. He exercises control So what the fuck things. is everybody getting so excited about this movie for? Or about the books in general? What's so exciting about that? It's a book about bondage? I think if you're not... (laughs) Who gives a shit? Here's the thing. I think, obviously, it appeals to women more than guys because we look at porn and shit and we know what's going on. Right. Girls are not doing that probably as much or it's more of a mental thing when they're masturbating or whatever it is. I guess. So this book provides a bit of fantasy. My mom is a sweet lady. She's into hockey. She doesn't read erotica. All right? So shut your mouth, Jimmy. Your mom's read Fifty Shades of Grey. She definitely hasn't. Absolutely not. My mom read it. Well, yeah. Well, my mom didn't. Mom I know she it? didn't. I, I don't. I wouldn't so. care. And look, if she's into it, and it turns but on I the just train, remember, enjoy yourself. Remember, it was but... like three summers ago when, like, Fifty Shades of Grey, like they released. There's three of them, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like Fifty Shades Darker, Fifty Shades Gay, or whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fifty Shades Gay, or just oh, gets, that one landed. He just awesome. gets rid of Anastasia. Armand Steele comes in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, I, I didn't know. I thought it was about this dude plowing a bunch of chicks. No. It's just about one girl? Well, it's about, yeah, it's about him, t- you know, bringing her out sexually. And, you know, she kind of softens his rough edges a little bit. It's you know? a coming of age story. It's, I don't know what the hell it is, but it's a terrible book. That ah. lost all hype to me. I'm going to probably end up seeing it. Maybe I'll, okay, fine. Maybe I'll find but a way I'm to just watch. saying, like, the idea of the movie, I thought it was like this no, dude banged nah. a bunch of chicks no. and, like, he was just rich and blah, blah, nope. blah, and, like, nope. there was some bondage. No, it's just. Are you going to take Molly? Yeah, I probably am. Can you stop Joe, talking to yeah, us? Yeah, Joe's trying to. Uh, uh, or get listen, a microphone. Listen, here's what I'm going <laughs> to say. Christ. Joe has been trying to get on the, the podcast for many weeks. He's going to come on. We're going to do an Oscar segment. He loves movies. He's going to come on. He's shaking his head. All right, whatever. We're going to find a way to get him on the show, but he is just yelling from off off, uh, off camera, camera, so that's no good. Uh, <laughs> Evan's the producer today. Uh, all right. So, oh, and he's going to take a picture, I guess, Joe. Can we please get to me reading? Jesus. I, it's, yes. It's the I'm very try- last one. Yes, I was trying to wrap it up here. Okay. So we watched the trailer. We talked about 50 Shades of Grey. Guys, thank you very much for listening. We, we love all the feedback. Uh, please subscribe on SoundCloud if you can. That would be phenomenal. Uh, I think there's going to be clips, actually, of this episode up on Daily Motion. I'll tweet out a link or whatever, okay. or it'll be in the description of the SoundCloud, uh, whatever. You'll be able to find it. So thank you very much for listening. As I said at the top, you can email us at mandatorysamson@gmail.com. You have our Twitters. You have our Snapchats. You have all that stuff. And uh, we love you very much. So thank you uh, for everything you guys do for us. Joey is going to close this episode with a long passage from Fifty Shades of Grey for the last time, so really enjoy it. Joseph, you're on, buddy. You are mine, he whispers, only mine. Don't forget it. His voice is intoxicating. His words, heady, sensitive. I feel his growing erection against my thigh. His long fingers reach around to gently massage my clitoris, circling slowly. His breath is soft against my face as he slowly nips me along my jaw. You smell divine. He nuzzles behind my ear. His hand rubs against me around and around. Reflexively, my hips start to circle, mirroring his hand. 
as excruciating excruciating pleasure spikes through my blood like adrenaline. Keep still, he orders, his voice soft but urgent, and slowly he inserts his thumb inside me, rotating it around and around, stroking the front wall of my vagina. The effect is mind-blowing. <laughs> I picked a good one for this last one. Uh, gotcha. All my energy concentrating on this small space inside my body. I moan. You like this? He asks softly, his teeth grazing my outer ear, and he starts to flex his thumb slowly. In, out, in, out. His fingers still circling. I close my eyes, trying to keep my breathing under control, trying to absorb the... Disordered, sorry. Disordered, chaotic sensations that his fingers are unleashing on me. Fire crossing through my body. I moan again. You're so wet, so quickly, so responsive. (laughs) Oh, Anastasia, I like that. I like that a lot, he whispers. I want to stiffen my legs, but I can't move. He's pin. He's pinning me down. That's rape culture. I don't like that. Keeping up. <laughs> God, yeah. Keeping up a constant, slow, torturous rhythm. Ninety-nine burners. It's always absolutely exquisite. I moan again, and he moves suddenly. Ninety-six. Open Wait, your this mouth. Is, this is good. He commands and thrusts his thumb into my mouth. My eyes fly open, blinking widely. See how you taste? He breathes against my ear. Suck me, baby. His thumb presses on my tongue, and my mouth closes around him, sucking wildly. I taste the saltiness on his thumb and the faint magnetic tang of blood. Metallic tang of blood. Holy fuck, this is wrong. But holy hell, is it erotic. Uh. I want to fuck your mouth, Anastasia. (laughs) And And I will soon. His voice is hoarse, raw, his breathing more disjointed. Fuck my mouth. I moan and I bite down on him. He gasps and he pulls my hair tighter, painfully, so I release him. Naughty sweet girl, he whispers. <laughs> and he then reaches over to the bedside table for a foil packet. Stay still, don't move, he orders as he releases my hair. He whips the foil while I'm breathing hard, my blood singing in my veins. The antipathy. Anticipation. The, the anticipi- <laughs> anticipation is Ant- exhilarating. Yes, thank you. He leans down, his weight on me again, and he grabs my hair, holding my head immobile. I can't move. I'm enticingly enticingly enslaved by him, and he's poisoned and ready to take me once more. Poised. He's not poisoned. <laughs> Good. Final paragraph of this brilliant segment. Go, Joey. We're going to go real slow this time, Anastasia, he breathes. And slowly he eases into me, slowly, slowly, until he buried in me. Scratching, stretching, stretching, feeling relentless. I groan loudly. It feels deeper this time, delectable. I groan again, and he deliberately circles his hips and pulls back, pauses a beat, and then eases his way back in. He repeats this motion again and again. It's driving me insane. His teasing, deliberately slow thrusts, and the intimately, f- intimately tin- intermittent feeling feeling of fullness is overwhelming. Wow. Okay. So for the last time, Joey reads an excerpt from Fifty Shades of Grey. That's extremely exciting. I, I just want to say I'm down ten. <laughs> Joey only has 90 boners left in this hypothetical scenario. Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, guys. So listen, if you guys go to see Fifty Shades of Grey, 
if you tie up your lady or man or you peg him or you do whatever, you let us know. We'd like to hear about it. Or Snapchat. Yeah. Send me a snap. Yeah, snap, yeah, <laughs> snap it to us. Um, yeah, and if you see the movie this weekend, you tie up your lady, snap it to the fans. I absolutely will, uh, sure. I'll do the same. Joey, you do the same. Yep. And uh, that'll be that. Yep. We are closing out with what song again? I forget. Uh, I don't know. I was hoping you would remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, uh, Don't Like by Chief Keef. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Uh, guys, thank you again for listening. We oh, love you all. Get in touch with us. Subscribe on SoundCloud. And we're going to talk to you all on next week. <laughs>